What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to Shoe the Dough. We're recorded in front of a live internet audience. Yeah. <laughs> It's time to do the show, I mean, chew the dough, with Aaron and Danae, streaming on Mixler every Tuesday, or available to download later on your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae. Uh, how you doing, Danae? Good, Aaron. Yeah? Yes. What's going on in your life? Anything interesting? My uh. life's boring. <laughs> You, we both have very exciting things happening right now. Well, my, I mean. Oh, wait. I've got an idea. Yeah. I'll talk about what's going on in your life. Okay. And then, and then you, I'll talk about what's going on in your life? Yeah. All right. I love this. I love this. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in, Story time with DNA. In Aaron's life, yeah. he's 27 days from being homeless. <laughs> with a family of. When last we left the Dicers. <laughs> uh, he, his wife, and his four children have nowhere to go. <laughs> Not, well, not true, because I guess your eldest son is going to college. So That's he at true. least has, yeah, he he'll has have a, a home. He'll have a, we'll be living in his dorm room. <laughs> As long as we need to be. Uh, so that's going on. So you're still, I mean, uh, you're, yeah, you're still scrambling. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, we're just trying house to figure hunting. out house hunting, where we're going to live, you've how learned, we're going to be able to do that. Ha- yeah. You know, you have to live within a certain parameter. For the school district. Yep. Yep. And um, rentals and purchases. We're and just looking at it all. Hoping to figure it out. maybe somebody will just buy a home for you that has a wonderful bunker. <laughs> So that we can continue yes. to do this That's what we're doing. bunker style. We, what we're doing is we're doing absolutely nothing. We're just waiting for somebody to buy us a house. That's Because that's going to happen. With you a know, pool. Gonna, yes. Yes. An indoor pool. Absolutely. Half indoor, half outdoor. It's one half, of those cool ones where you yes. got to swim under. and With the salt water. Mm, yes. Yes. Uh, instead of the yes. chlorine. Mm-hmm, yep. Uh-huh. And a hot tub. Well, of course. Who and would a, live in a house that doesn't have a hot tub? Nobody. Nobody would. Here's what? what's happening in Danae's life. Uh, Danae is now the sole keeper of her entire home as her husband has torn a muscle in his back. Mm-hmm. So he's down for the count. And of course, brand new baby, four months old, taking care of that. Also, their dog uh, looks like maybe tore ACL. Yeah. So he's limping around. He has to be, to be carried lifted out. And carried. Yeah, he has to be carried out to do his business outside. <sighs> so Danae is doing all of that. I feel like that statue or the weight of the world is on my shoulders mm-hmm. what is atlas yeah is that his good, name? good call yep. the only reason i remember that is because a map is called as atlas <laughs> probably for a reason <laughs> maybe he was called atlas because the atlas was the you know the name of the world and maybe. then you know he had the whole world on his shoulders yeah it's a he lot had the whole world on his shoulders exactly well you ready to shoot a dough are we not already Shooing a dough. Let's continue shooing a dough. Uh, we're going to have some fun. We're bringing back the one word story for today. I get so nervous. Yeah, you do. But first, from the corners of the universe, news happens, although we can only see that news on this globe. So we find it and then we shall peruse the news. Whoa. Take that, Mr. Moneylender. <laughs> Actually, kind of, you want them on your side. Oh, right. I take that back. I take that back, money lender. Uh, how about something about the take that torn I didn't muscle? Want to, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to make it too personal. Torn muscle? Oh, we go from your angle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take that, 
torn muscle. Take that, body breaking apart. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. All right, let's peruse some news. Uh, Danae, why don't you hit us up first? What do you got? Well, I've been really interested in all the stories about the solar eclipse that's about to happen. I guess it comes around every like 40 years, but even then, sometimes you don't get to see it from like the continental U.S. Oh, this is a huge one, right? Because it's going directly over the U.S. and hitting a lot of major cities uh, that will have the full eclipse. This is what, like three weeks from now? Yeah. Somewhere in that range? So, yeah, so, no, I've been kind of keeping up with this, too. So what's interesting is, like, NASA, for example, has been releasing things like, make sure that you buy appropriate eyewear for the solar eclipse. And here are some companies that we approve of. Because apparently there's so many glasses flying off of the shelves. And there's uh, companies that are making glasses, but they're not necessarily making them safe. So it's this whole kind of, please be aware that looking directly in the sun is in fact dangerous. Yeah. You know, and even though you're, it's going to have a, a full eclipse, there's still going to be rays peeking out. And as you're checking to see where the solar eclipse right. is happening, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're still looking at the sun. Yes. And there's ways to avoid Please doing that. Please do not use binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen people fry ants with magnifying glasses? <laughs> Your uh, corneas will die. Yes. And that's the concern, is that there's major eye damage around the corner. There was one that came through Ohio when I was a kid growing up in Ohio. I think it was Ohio. I remember very vividly this experience because there was that whole safety thing that all the teachers were talking about. And they gave us special little boxes that we were supposed to look through. Yep. And so we put the box on our head and there was like a little pinhole in it. And Uh you were supposed to watch it through the pinhole or whatever. But I very vividly remember those, like, don't look at the sun. You know, you will... See, with, Fry your eyes. With us, our teacher, when this happened before, um, which I don't, it said like every 40 years, I'm not 40, so I remember something happening when I was a kid, too. So maybe- Well, no, they happen, I, they don't happen like on a consistent basis, like it's, it's not like every 40 years this happens. Right. But it's, it, it you know, it just anyway, happens over. There was a sheet of paper, and you had to look at the sheet of paper. Yeah. Like down at the ground and the way that you like that would determine whether or not you could even look up at it. Maybe it was a partial or something. Maybe it Maybe. wasn't like the full solar eclipse. Is it going to go dark? Yeah. Are no, we going it's dark, full. man? If you're in the, the <laughs> zone, which where we're at is actually about two hours south of the zone. So are we going to so go? So we would have to drive north. I don't want it. I, Come on, I man. do not want to be Let's go. in that traffic. Do I, it. Like- Let's go. <laughs> Let's go dark, man. All the cell phones will turn uh, off and it'll be crazy for a while. I, why would the cell phones turn off? Because that's just the magic of when the sun goes away. <laughs> Magical you're talking things happen. Like the, you're talking like the ancient peoples who had yes. no clue what was going on like the world is ending the apocalypse is happening yeah all of the ents come back to life (laughs) (laughs) you get to see amazing magical things i'm dry yeah no i'll I'll make the drive then if i get to see ents (laughs) i'm in man (laughs) what's yours i just thought of there's 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 something about like if i could get a giant magnifying glass then i could fry ents instead of frying ants oh Aaron. all right anyways uh my first one has to do with technology uh which i love what New software available, I shouldn't say available, new software coming from Adobe allows you to edit audio into anyone's voice. Now, I saw this first or heard this first on an episode of Radio Lab. So did I. This is terrifying. Terrifying. Because then prepare they, yourselves, they, people. They took it to the next level 
of that there is already software for video as well. Uh, so and th- pictures as well. Like, well, Photoshop. It's basically Photoshop for your voice. So what we deal with Photoshop, right? The idea of, is that real? You know, you'll get a picture and you're like, is that Photoshopped? Is that real? We're going to be dealing with that with audio and with video as well. But uh, Adobe is just releasing the audio version. There's other companies that are doing the video version of like literally editing videos so that people's faces are moving and their mouths yeah, are moving in ways. Yeah, using motion capture technology and then mapping it onto someone's existing facial structure, those kind of things. And then combining that with this audio technology, though, is extremely terrifying because literally it would be like someone... Uh, taking our voices, like Aaron's voice or my voice. Well, at least you and I don't have our voices in a public place where people could just pull, you know, thousands of hours <laughs> oh, wait, of us we saying do. every kind of sound. Oh, wait, we do. And basically what it is, is like they could say, so for example, the sentence is, I love pizza. Mm-hmm. And they could delete the word pizza and put in whatever, whatever they, wanted. they want. Yeah. And bas- they said, yeah. They said basically if you talk, if you have 20 minutes of talking, you are going to say every sound that the human can say, basically, uh, in that good software, then could you could just type in whatever you want to type in, and it'll be said in that voice. Highly recommend you listen to the Radiolab episode about this. Yeah. Um, it's really fascinating because the example that they used at Adobe was, uh, like I think, was it Keaton Peel? Peel Jordan, Key, it was Jordan Peel. Peel the Keaton. From, from Key and Peel. Peel, yes. Peel those guys. Yes. Those, that guy... And Michael Keaton got a sunburn. And he said something, he said something, you know, on this audio and they basically deleted it to, and they made it to where he said he kissed another woman like five times. Yeah, and he didn't yeah. even say the word kiss. He didn't say the woman's name. He didn't say any of those of those words, but they had been able to delete them and ty- like literally type in. So we would be able to type in, you know, welcome to shoe the dough. And we wouldn't even have to be sitting here and doing yeah, it. Yeah, we could do the whole podcast just on our laptops, wherever, just typing stuff in. Of course, it would sound a little bit strange, I think. But here it won't. Like, yeah. it, it, eventually it won't. And Scary. that's what's mind-blowing. And audio is getting really close to being there. Video's got a long way to go. I watched the video they produced of Obama saying things he never said. It was obviously faked. But it will happen someday, probably in the next couple decades, where you'll be able, I mean, it's going to be di- really anybody hard. can make any other person say anything they want. It's and scary. you will not be able to believe, you know, think of it. This is an example they used, and I think it's a really good one. You think of the comments uh, that Trump made before the election and the those comments, how much, you know, they were damaging to him and the understanding of his character or whatever. He would just be able to immediately say, oh, that's, you know, that's fake news. That's not real. That's, you know, somebody created that on their computer because it'll be so easy to actually do that. So you won't know what to believe. This technology takes something where we go, well, we can see it and we can hear it. So we know it's true. And it turns it and says, now you're never going to know if what you see and what you hear is true. It's, It's kind of a place where you just we are already in a world of skepticism. And it's just going to continue to increase. And unless you're standing in front of somebody hearing them say words, and even then, who knows, maybe they're an Android. Like, how is that technology, you know, or advancing? A or a hologram. So just like, we won't be able to be- believe anything. None of it's all real. All faith. So, you know, your story is about stuff that's coming down the pipeline. Yeah. This story is about something that actually happened, which is possibly equally terrifying in some ways. This person had a 15-pound frozen bag of ham drop on the top of his roof and has no idea where it came from. (laughs) This is real. 
This is real scary stuff, people. This is real ham falling from the sky. <laughs> this is a guy. You know, I just have to say, I really didn't <laughs> think that would happen. Uh, I really figured that wouldn't happen until pigs fly. Like, you know, I really felt like. How did I not see that coming? <laughs> How did I not see that coming? Oh, my goodness. Just such a rare occurrence, you know. This is a guy in Florida. He woke up about four o'clock in the morning to a, a loud crash on his roof. And he learned that the impact was caused by ham, a 15 pound frozen bag of ham and sausage. And he called the company that was on the bag to find out what was going on. And they're like, we don't know. We don't (laughs) we don't understand what happened. And it says to make matters worse, a delivery address on the bag of ham led to a man who lives 170 miles away. Mm -hmm. That guy had no idea how it ended up there. (laughs) Nobody knows how it ended up on the roof. All right. I know. First of all, the guy that that says he doesn't know how it ended up there is lying. It got delivered to him. It's but his ham. No, lives, hold on, hold no, on. No, 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 hold on. He lives 170 miles away. I don't care. Okay. He got the ham, all right? He drove 170 miles because he didn't want to do it near where he lives, give himself a little possible <laughs> deniability, and then he built himself a pork trebuchet Oh. and launched it. That's mm, how it happened. I was thinking drones. <laughs> I was thinking this is one of those deliveries, Drones. like they're testing delivery of ham and uh-huh. it failed. That's what I was thinking. Could be. But yours is so much more <laughs> plausible, Aaron. <laughs> right? <laughs> Who wouldn't do that? No, I'm sure he just, he just somebody built themselves a pick a pult and, uh, and launched it. I'm just wondering how long we're going to be here it's while the, you think of puns. It's the porcine version of the catapult. It's the pick a pult. See, that's how that works. All right. <laughs> I like how you're using air quotes as if I didn't get it. It's a pick a pult. <laughs> All right, you ready for my second one? Oh yes. Texas man stuck in ATM slips help me note through the receipt slot. So this is Is there enough room this in is, an ATM machine for that? This is one of my this is one of those stories where I read it and I'm like, what no. if I was the person who got that receipt that had help me written on it, then a phone number? I'm help me. I'm stuck in this ATM machine. Here's my phone number. Actually, it was the phone number of his like company that he works for, so that they could they could call on it. So what would you do? But why get in an ATM machine in the first place? Because you have to fix it. That's a big. I guess they are kind of big. Because I'm yeah. thinking about the ones at the bank. Yeah, a person could fit in there, but I just assume that it's filled with all kinds of machinery. Like mm-hmm. that space. Well, that is that is in the initials. <laughs> the machine so <laughs> but you know I, i'm thinking like it's in it's compact full of gears and moving pieces to get all the money yeah to go i didn't places. think there'd be room for a human right. in there so he gets stuck inside of this machine mm-hmm. and the only way to why wasn't he calling for help he left his phone outside so like with his voice aaron <laughs> his actual voice oh right you can him do by that the Lord. Too. Yeah. maybe he was maybe it's so like you know that you can't even hear it outside of there oh Plus, well, what's worse, getting a note on your receipt or just pulling up to the ATM and you hear a muffled, <laughs> I think maybe what I would do is if I had access to it, I'd like hold on to their money that's like coming out. I just like play tug of war with their money. That would definitely get more attention than help on a receipt. Right? Like I would call think- somebody immediately. They'd be like, I cannot get my $100 bill out of here. Or just take all the money out of the machine so that it doesn't dispense anything at all. Right. And then it would say, but you know what it would do then? It would say, go t- to the cashier. So mm-hmm. they would. And then unless, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, that guy could have been what sitting if, there. What if they ask for $100 That's and you grab scary. their $100 bill and then you like had a quarter and you just like flipped a quarter through the, through the slot? Or why not your fingers? <laughs> 
Oh my I wouldn't goodness, put my fingers in so anything. Scary. I wouldn't put my fingers anywhere <laughs> near any of the machinery. So he got out. He's okay. Yeah. Yep. He's fine. But yeah, he was stuck in there. That's a bad day at work, especially for claustrophobic. Can you imagine? Sh- or you probably would become claustrophobic after that. Yeah. There are just some jobs like you can't have certain phobias and do them. Like you couldn't be claustrophobic and do that job if you had to like crawl into to that. Or or you can't be afraid of heights and do that like tower light bulb changing you, thing. How do you even get stuck in there? Does like the back panel just close behind you automatically? I must oh, have. Oh, man. Must have. That's a bad day. Mm-hmm. Uh, my final one is about uh, jailbreak. I have to say, before we move on, mm-hmm, best mm-hmm. comment in the chat. Okay. Oh, no, Mr. Bill. Because <laughs> you get, get it. it? Cause it's a bill. It's bills. Uh, it's a good comment. Um, so there's a jailbreak. 12 prisoners escaped, and this happened in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And how they escaped will drop your jaw. <laughs> You'll <laughs> never you trying, believe it. Are you trying to clickbait me on an audio podcast? <laughs> We're already here. We're going to listen. It was peanut butter. They used peanut butter. So what they did was they To distract took, the guard dogs? They took the peanut butter uh-huh. and they smeared it over the numbers of their jail cell number. Okay. To make it match the number that was associated with the door to the outside. What? Okay. So let's say that the number- I am on, so confused right now. So the number on the side of his door, let's say it was like one, four, two, one. And the number to the outside is one, two, one. They covered okay. like the four so that it- shows you know whatever that shows the wrong number so when he asked the guard to be let out of cell they do it all electronically so they're looking through a video camera so he pushes the number that he sees beside his gel cell and it opens the door to the outside wait they have a door to the outside in their cell as well no like i think it was down the hall or something i don't know so they were waiting down the hall at 6 20 p.m he and 11 of his buddies run outside with blankets, cover the razor fence, scale it as fast as possible, all to like 10 minutes or less, and they ran for it. Wow. 11 of them were caught. One is still out there. One at large. One at large. The peanut butter bandit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought still that was kind large. of fascinating because you wouldn't think, you know, that that, but it worked. Yeah. That's amazing. I- I'm pretty fascinated by this, as you can tell. Look, I mean, we knew. George Washington Carver, he let us know peanuts could be used for so many different things. Here's another including example. Including escaping from prison. Apparently. So, apparently. Uh, ready for my last one? Ready. Uh, Facebook invents artificial intelligence so advanced it creates its own language. I... Did you see this? This is the creepiest thing that has happened in technology. Why are you so doing long. this? Why are you bringing up I, scary tech today? This, like you know, I was I was all off board with the whole um, you know what, what's the name for it? The moment of singularity, the whole idea of singularity, where at some point machines will become self aware and will operate on themselves. Like I was like, fine, whatever, come on, you know. This has got, I'm turning a corner. Like, I'm actually kind of scared now. Okay, explain what happened, though. So, basically, what happened is they invent, they invented, uh, Two, there was a artificial intelligence talking to, to help, each other. yeah, to help them to work. They let the artificial intelligence speak, speak to each other to be able to solve problems. Well, part way down this line, the actual AIs decided, you know what? It would be quicker if we created our own language where we could communicate in a more efficient manner because they had also been programmed to be efficient. They wanted to get their job done as quickly as possible. So they started speaking in their own language that was much quicker and more efficient 
that their operators couldn't figure out. So now these two artificially intelligent computers are having conversations and nobody knows what they're saying. <laughs> this, thankfully, they just pulled the plug. They were like, you're done. But we're not doing that thing that they do in movies. We're like, oh, this is curious. I wonder where this is going. No, they're, Let's like, they're like, you're out. You're out. We're killing you. Unplug from the internet. How scary from is that? I don't think that's scary at all. They were programmed to be efficiently communicating. So it would be like for you and me. Like uh-huh. If you and I talked every single day. Which we do. Which we do. <laughs> right. We have unspoken language. Well, and you sure. might not know this about Aaron and I. We do radio show together. We do mm-hmm. podcast show. Mm-hmm. So we have a way of communicating that's pretty efficient for mm-hmm. what we do. Sure. But like, if we could cut off some of the letters of some of the words that we use so that we mm-hmm. could communicate quicker and quicker and quicker. That's just what these computers did. It makes sense that they did yes, that. Yes, but we are humans. I'm aware. They are computers. This is what I'm saying. They should not do that. <laughs> well, Shame were they prog- on them. <laughs> were they programmed to not change their language? Apparently not. Uh, yeah. They made a I, decision. I, I to- Exactly. They made a decision. <laughs> <laughs> you don't make a decision. You do what I tell you to do. <laughs> I don't know, man. But I, it's it's turned a corner for me. But at the point where it turns into a language that they can't even understand, that's the part that right? creeps me out. Because to me, you'll be able to look maybe back at their communication log mm-hmm. and see, oh, this is, you know, so so when they say, it means this. Well, they were taking actual words and the the they would just, they would repeat words instead of saying new words. So they were speaking in a way that used existing words, shorter existing words in the time, the amount of time, like the space in between when you say those words, the amount of times you say those words. Like so you would say or, 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 or. Yes, or, exactly. Or. So the so language was like, like the, um, the, the, or, 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 well, 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 the, 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 like, and they had no clue what they were saying. But Okay, hold on a second. How do we know that they're communicating effectively and they didn't just have like a glitch? Because they were doing things. <laughs> like they were changing things in the software and doing the things they were supposed to be doing. They were just doing it in a way communicating that, you know, they couldn't understand and figure it out. I would love to have been in the room when they pulled the plug. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yes. Just to see the looks on these incredible scientists, like their faces as they're realizing that these robots, these <laughs> these computer programs needed. Yeah. It's like the war movie that I saw when I was a kid and it was tic-tac-toe to save the world or something like mm-hmm. that. What was that movie called? War Games. War Games. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of that in a way. And yeah, all the Terminator movies, like it all starts like this, man. Like oh, this is this is where it all begins. It's scary. So. I just got shivers at my back. <laughs> <laughs> How do we know our laptops aren't planning to kill us? We don't. We don't know what our laptops are doing. We could be being spied on right now mm-hmm. by the government. See, that's the. <laughs> I don't no, care. I mean, the government. The government's you. scary enough. Whatever. Like, there's a, some scary, but <laughs> but if our laptops machines are communicating are much back and forth, scarier because machines exist outside of the understanding of human morality. Like they they don't. They're not programmed to understand morality. Uh, they're programmed to understand you know efficiency. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's scary. The the or 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 well well or, the the or, the 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 or. <laughs> Yes, that was the other thing they didn't mention in this article. They, they also would give a maniacal laugh after they communicated. <laughs> so that's when they really got suspicious, was when they started laughing. That's how it all happened. 
Before we move on to our one-word story to finish off this shoe, uh, we wanted to remind you that August is uh, Give Back Month at Studio DNA. This podcast is a part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. It is fully fan-funded at patreon.com slash studiodna. And for the month of August, every single dollar that is given to Studio DNA is going to fight human trafficking directly by giving to a friend of the podcast who lives in Phnom Penh. So we actually talked to uh, Brendan, who is the gentleman that's going to be receiving the gift from Studio DNA. Um, We talked to him on episode number 53, and you can go back and listen to that, hear about what he is doing. He works in conjunction with a couple of sex trafficking organizations to help what's happening in Phnom Penh, which essentially is... You know, a lot of people travel to this city to exploit women and children because Mm -hmm. they live in poverty. And um, he is actually in the city going into these places like the bars, the brothels, where these things are happening. And he's reporting these incidents and bringing these people to justice. It's a very dangerous work. He has to uh, remain anonymous in a lot of ways. He can't share stories in a lot of ways because if he's discovered there's danger, we want to support him. So how we're doing this this month is we're asking if you're already giving to the podcast, maybe for this month, if you'll up your pledge so that we can kind of give a boost to him. We're hoping to raise $3,000. Now, that's only going to happen with, you know, uh, somebody who can give $1,000, you know, for the month. A few people that can give $100, a few people that can give $10. Whatever that amount is for you, would you put your pledge at that amount for the month of August? And then once we hit September, you can put it back to exactly where you want it to support the podcast network. But for this month, if you think about a large increase of your gift to help him out with what he's doing, $3,000 will provide for him to be able to hire a person for an entire year to help him with these investigations. So we're really excited to be able to do this together to see how close we can get. We currently stand at about $300 that will be going to him. So there's $2,700 left to raise. Just asking you to consider what part of that you might be to help him fight human trafficking in Phnom Penh. Again, the the link is patreon.com slash studio DNA. And all the podcasts on the Studio DNA Podcast Network will be doing that this month as well. I'm just thinking about like we talked about this for years Mm -hmm. to give back. And we actually did before. Yes. Um, We thought about doing something like every month. You know, giving a portion of what we make, whatever. But the idea of doing like one month and giving all of it, I was just kind of sitting here stunned thinking about like, I'm just excited that we're doing it. I'm excited too to read in the chat uh, the people who are already supporting Studio DNA, Mm -hmm. that they are also excited to be doing this. Um, You guys already know that with us being fan funded, you make it possible for us to do what we do. And we're so appreciative of that. And this is just a way for us to kind of show our appreciation on another level because it's not just about what we produce Mm -hmm. here in the studio. It's about us making uh, those connections out in the world. And we have a good connection with him because we've interviewed him. We have a heart for him. Um, So, again, that was episode 53. We highly recommend you go back and listen to that one and get reacquainted with Brendan and kind of get an idea of what we're going to be supporting this month. And thank you guys so much for doing that. All right. Today, you ready to move on to the one word story to finish this thing off? I am ready. Aaron Dicer. No, no, Danae. You are not a computer. I am computer. (laughs) (laughs) I am computer. Uh, We'll be taking suggestions in the live chat. Go ahead, throw out words, places, whatever you want to to kind of launch us into a one-word story. If you've never heard us do one of these... Well, you're in for a treat. This used to be... Did we do one-word stories at at the end of every episode of Shoe the Dough, or was it just every once in a while? 
I don't remember. Okay. Well, it's anyways, been, we've been doing one of the fun, for a hot minute. Yeah, it's been <laughs> a while. Uh, it's one of the fun games we like to play. So uh, feel free to throw out suggestions if you're listening live, and we will take those suggestions, and we will tell a complete story to the best of our abilities, one word at a time, alternating who's saying the words. I like. So, let's let's go ahead and, and work on the one that's in the chat right now while we're <laughs> go ahead, Aaron. The 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 the. The 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 of the 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 nice. I forgot the maniacal laugh. <laughs> 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 oh, it's a computer laugh. <laughs> of course, they probably would just hack the sound card and pull in the Adobe and start using our own voices against See, us. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it's so scary. Computers this world we powerful. live in. Uh, you want to do one on computers, Sim? Let's do it. All right. One word story on computers and involving the Mona Lisa. Whoa. Which was suggested in the chat. Okay, here we go. You ready? Who's going first? Uh, you can go first. Okay. Once. Once. <laughs> you see what I did there? I, I did. <laughs> I saw it before you did it. <laughs> what? I knew it was you coming. You knew? We have the unspoken am I language, this remember? Predictable? I am so predictable. That's unfortunate. Okay, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Once there was a computer named Frank. And he existed in an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think of a vowel word. Right. And you said an. Every day Frank was lifting people and pets and groceries and <laughs> umbrellas <laughs> and he got really tired of lifting so he decided to do Something about it. What better way to escape the elevator than to disengage from the software by jumping into someone's earphones? You didn't see the look I just gave to neighbor. I was like, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> it's better than pantaloons. <laughs> yes. Which is, is that what the first word yes. that came to mind? Nice. <clears throat> so. Frank. Jumped. Via. Wires. I was thinking Wi-Fi, but wires okay. work. Into. Susan's. Headphones. Frank. Decided. Whoa. These. Are. Sweet. I think I want to be a I don't uh, audio <laughs> device forever. <laughs> what if I decided to tell my carrier lady what <laughs> Susan my su- user would be fine. Okay, user things very quietly so frank whispered into susan's ear 
Art museum, but it sounded like you said Lou. I know. Hold on, I'm trying again. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Susan suddenly said, "You know, I mean, you." No. <laughs> I do want to go to the bathroom. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Susan then went. To the bathroom. And Frank realized he needed to be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, Susan, I don't mean the bathroom. I mean the art museum. Susan. Then jumped up, which caused an unfortunate accident. <laughs> Quickly, she changed clothes and went to the art museum where she was starting to get creeped out. Susan, why? Don't you like me? (laughs) (laughs) She suddenly turned and said, Wait, is this Mona? (laughs) Lisa? Talking? To me? Frank realized that this was his opportunity. Susan, I want to live with (laughs) purpose. (laughs) So take me to your leader. Susan decided, well, I guess I have to steal 10. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes I'm blown away by how not on the same wavelength we are. No, we are, Aaron. I just don't want to do what you want me to do. (laughs) 10. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thousand dollars that could buy therapy. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Nicely done. Yay! Uh, it is. My brain is different now, Aaron. Yeah, you recognizing that? Yeah, there was. Like I a- thought that was great. Actually, I, I that is one of my favorite one-word stories we've ever done. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that, even though you refused. <laughs> 
<laughs> to steal the Mona to Lisa? To steal the Mona Lisa. I knew what you wanted me to do. And well, because she thought it was the Mona Lisa. To do it. She thought the Mona Lisa was talking to her. See, I was hoping that Frank was going to jump into the security system. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was hoping he was going to, you know, like he was bored of the elevator. So now he, now he wanted to do a new life. really this. important. Yeah. He wanted to be in the well, art museum. I like where we landed. I did, so. too, because well she would definitely would need therapy. <laughs> She did seem to accept it pretty quickly. Like, she never doubted it once. Like, from the very first time he started talking to her, he was like, oh, yes, I gotta go to the loo. <laughs> he was and very convincing. Packed up and drove to St. Louis. So, hey, before we go into kind of the end of the show here, I wanted to bring attention to some um, people who have been reviewing the Shoe the Dough podcast on iTunes. Sure, yeah. And I haven't looked at the reviews for a while, but I'm really excited that we have 31 reviews, five star, which makes me so happy. Five stars. So thank you for reviewing. If you have not yet reviewed Shoe the Dough, if you don't mind doing so, Mm -hmm. that actually kind of helps iTunes know our value and it can kind of help potentially people to find us quicker when they're searching for a podcast technically apple music now oh, okay we'll never stop saying itunes <laughs> like but the uh, program i just opened says itunes yeah i think so, itunes is still the program but they technically want like the apple music podcast is i don't know whatever um the most recent review is from february of this year and it just says these chips are good <laughs> Which is amazing. I love it. Uh, So, so good. So to the Iron Cape Man, whomever you are. Yeah. Thank you for reviewing that. And then from uh, April last year, Jared C27 says, great show. Heard Aaron on the Horrible Movie Podcast and checked out the show. I couldn't be gladder that I did. Great conversation. Love Aaron and Danae. Aw, thank you. Super appreciate that. There's more reviews that are there. Um, but thank you guys so much for, for going and taking the time to do that. Yeah, it really is important at iTunes, Apple Music, whatever you want to call it, to leave reviews and ratings and those kind of things. It, their algorithm uses that to put Shoe the Dough or other podcasts in front of people. So uh, if you're so inclined, we would absolutely love for you to do that. Well, there it is, Danae. That's the next ep- This is This is it. This is the episode of Shoe the Dough. We're done. It's over. Are you sad? kind of sad. Okay. But you know what, Aaron? What if Frank started talking to you through your headphones? I'm listening, Frank. <laughs> Today. Yes, Frank? You should have let him steal the Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> Thanks so much for shooing the dough with us today. The podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at Mixler.com slash Studio DNA. That's spelled M-I-X-L-R dot com slash Studio DNA. Huge thanks to Chris Tilly for composing the Shoe the Dough theme. And of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the network possible. Support starts at $3 a month, comes with some pretty fun perks. And also for the month of August, every single dollar that comes in, going to help out our friend Bryn fight human trafficking in Phnom Penh. You can find out more info at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Also, please subscribe, rate, comment, uh, whatever you can at your podcast player of preference, especially like we mentioned, if it's in iTunes, that really can help us out. Uh, if there's anything you want to say, you got a comment for us, ideas for the show, feel free to email us at feedback at shoethedough.com.
<laughs> Couldn't give it up, huh? <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.